Hi, I'm Tony Doe, and this is my podcast where I get to chat with radio folks who answer questions fans are curious about. This audio series is about people from different backgrounds who share their radio stories and how they feel about the medium's present and future. The Tony Doe podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. So listen, subscribe, and share. Now let's meet my guest. My guest is Joseph Ajani, aka DJ Juicy. How did you come up with the name DJ Juicy? Well, uh, it's my boss back then in Asaba while I was learning on the job, being a DJ. He, that used to be his name while he was working in Abuja. So along the line, I was going through one of his files and I discovered that was the name he was using in Abuja. So and I met him one day and I was like, ah, boss, this name, who owns this name? How far the name now? He now told me the story that that's the name he was bearing while he was in Abuja. And I told him, ah, I love the name, oh, I don't mind. I would like to go after the name DJ Juicy. And by then, I don't have any name as a DJ. People were calling me by my name, Joe, 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 Joe. So after everything, I now told him, you know, I said, fine, that is okay. I can just go by the name. So that's how I started answering the name DJ Juicy. It was actually given to me by my boss who taught me DJ. When did your DJ journey begin? And um, who were the biggest influences when you started? Well, my DJ journey actually began in 2010. Yes, 2010, while I was doing my four months IT uh, from Delta State Polytechnic, Ogwashuku. I did my IT then at uh, Delta Broadcasting Service, Asaba. So during the four months IT, I met this man. He's a DJ and a radio presenter back then. Uh, and um, he just saw me one day in the office and he liked my style because I was kind of humble, according to him. He said I was humble and um, I don't joke with my job because I was then the only IT person uh, working on night. I was on night shift back then. So I make sure I go, I come to the office every night. I don't miss my shifts no matter what. And I look for my way whenever I'm going home. So he saw me that night and he was like, wow, it's rare to see an IET personnel working night. And he just saw me and liked me and said, he doesn't have money to give me, to give to me, but he has something that is going to give to me and the thing is going to feed me for life. So that was when I was introduced and that was when my journey as a DJ began. And from then, it became my mentor that Sebastian Iboza, aka DJ Desastor, was my mentor. That was my first mentor. Moving forward, I started listening to the likes of DJ Neptune, DJ Spinall, and uh, one other foreign DJ. Yes, DJ Angelo. Yes, that's his name. I listen to them, and those are my mentors: DJ Desert Storm, DJ Neptune, DJ Spinal, and DJ Angelo. Those are my mentors. Then, when did you get into radio? Well, I can say I got into radio officially while I was still in school because we had a radio uh, radio a radio campus. So that was when it started. That was when I started. Uh, radio officially while I was in school. 
because I was schooling and I was still working uh, at the red at the school radio because we are being paid as a student and we have been working inside the school radio. We are being paid some money every month for a while. So I can say that's when I got into radio. And since then, you've made the transition to being an OEP. How did that happen and when? Wow. Wow. Well, all thanks to COVID-19 in 2020. All thanks to COVID-19. Before COVID-19 or before 2020, I was just a radio DJ, basically doing music on radio and assisting the then on-air personality that was on air with me. We're just working hand in hand. But I was majorly the DJ. But in 2020, uh, um, April, April 4, 2020, that was when I officially made the transition to being an on-air personality. That was when I actually handled a four-hour shows for the first time. For the very first time, knowing fully well that if I don't do it, the show would not go on. I just have to play music or I will have dead air. So officially, it was April 4, 2020. That was when I officially made the transition to being an OAP. Which one gives you greater satisfaction, being a DJ or being an OAP? Let me let me laugh a bit. Let me let me get laugh a bit because this is kind of this is kind of personal. Uh, which one gives me greater satisfaction? Mm. Well, I wouldn't say being an AAP doesn't give me satisfaction, but being a DJ gives me a greater satisfaction. Yes, I will go for being a DJ because that is what I'm used to. That is what I've been used to. That is what I know from onset. Being a DJ gives me a greater satisfaction. But being an OAP gives me an avenue to express myself to the audience. Yes, it gives me an avenue to express myself to the audience. I'm able to relate with them. I'm able to talk to them. This time around, not with music. But I'm able to talk. I'm able to air my own view. I'm able to air my own opinion. How I feel about the topic or how I feel about the what is going on in town or what is going on. Being a, an OAP gives me that opportunity. But being a DJ gives me the greatest satisfaction in this life. Does being a radio DJ affect what you do as an events DJ? You know, what kind of impact or effect does being a radio DJ have on you when you go play at events? Mm. Well, being a DJ on radio, you are limited to some extent. Yes, you are limited to some extent in the sense that there are some songs that you would want to play But because it's radio, because of the audience, I have this limitation on radio being a DJ. But being a DJ at at an event, I don't have any limitation. I can go crazy. I can do anything I want to do. I can play any song I want to play in as much as the song is trending. Even if it's not trending, I have... I have the opportunity to make the audience say, oh, this is a song you should be listening to. This is a song that should be on your playlist. 
it has really affected me. It has been a, a radio, a, a DJ on radio has really, really affected me in some aspects and in some ways. Because now most times uh, when I'm playing in an event, I no longer play the raw version of the song. I actually think I'm always on air. I play clean version. There was a wedding I go to. I went to, sorry. Uh, there was a wedding I attended and I was the DJ at that wedding. And I was playing this uh, Olofofo from uh, 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 Victor A.D. I actually thought I was playing the raw version of the song until it got to where the song had some foul words. That was when I actually realized, oh, I was actually playing the cleaner version because I thought I was still on air playing that song so it has really it has really impacted me being a dj at an event the songs are kind of different because on air you have to play a clean song but in an event anything can go and everything goes what's been your favorite radio moment so far mm. my favorite moment on radio yes i remember it uh, when uh, when i thought I wasn't doing well yeah because the pressure was so much on me as an oap there was no training there was nothing when i started as an oap there was nothing there was practically nothing i was not being trained for like a day i was not even given a day training before i started talking on the microphone the pressure was so so much on me to some extent i felt like backing down but that day i came to the office and i was doing my normal shift i was doing my normal show then this show i do by 9 p.m started the show normally and the first call that came to me that day was somebody i never knew from anywhere he has been my favorite listener and the person actually gave me hope. I didn't tell the person anything. The person called on air and he was appreciating me. The person was appreciating all I've been doing, was appreciating my call, my, my efforts, appreciated everything and said a prayer. The person prayed to me that day on air, live on air. The person actually asked me to close my eyes and prayed for me on air. That was my favorite moment on air because actually I was feeling so down before I came on air that very day. I was feeling so down. I felt I wasn't doing well because I had just came out from the office of my boss's office and it was giving me the NBC ratings. And I realized my show was not doing well. Out of more than 20 stations, my program was was uh, was uh, was was on several 17. Yes, I was 17th on the red on the rating. I was 17th on the rating. So I was feeling too bad and very very bad. But that prayer that day uplifted my spirit, and I can say that has been my favorite moment on radio so far. Have callers giving you bad vibes on your show, like having a terrible experience with a fan while on air? 
Definitely. I thought that was that was actually I thought that it's actually a joke like people were saying about a uh, bad caller or a bad fan. I thought people were really joking until I had the experience live on air. It was while I was doing uh the a show called Ogamada Office and I actually dropped a topic on air. And a caller just called in that very day. Caller just called in. Instead of the caller to go straight to the point and just contribute or not even call me at all, at all on that topic, the caller called and was expressing how disappointed he is on the topic I brought out and was giving me bad vibes. Like the person actually insulted me on radio and was like, I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what you are doing, no. Do you know? You, like, let, let me let me see what the person said. The person said, "You don't know what you are doing, no. I don't expect you to bring up a topic like this on national radio, and you expect people to contribute on it. That this topic is just nonsense. This topic has no relevance." That was actually what the caller told me live on air. I felt bad, but along the line. I had to just turn the table. I, you know, they say uh, you have to be a professional. I, I actually had to turn the table and uh, his joke. I jokingly ended the call and <laughs> it was funny actually. I ended the call and I started playing music. That was actually because I was really feeling bad. I don't know what to say next. Till I got myself and I continued the show on the same topic and bringing order and bringing other, other insights and example so that it will look and it will sound more interesting to other persons calling. I'm sure you get a lot of fan reaction in public, you know, people who are familiar with what you do on radio or at events. Um, how do you relate with your fans, you know, when you see them in public? Uh, radio fans in public, there is nothing, you can't deny them that opportunity when they see you in public. So I just make them feel they are important. Even if 98% of them that come to me in public, I don't know them. I don't even have their contact. I don't even know anything about them. But I just make them feel so very important because they are important in my show. Without them, my show is nothing. And without them, I cannot do any show. So I make them feel important in public. I make them feel like, like a king in public. I greet them. I salute them. I do anything I'm about to do, anything I'm willing to do, I do it to them in public. If I have the means of giving them money, I give them money and do anything I want to do with them. But the key fact is that I make them feel important whenever I see them outside. How do you prepare for your radio show and how does that compare to preparing for an event like, say, a wedding? Well, getting ready for, uh, for uh, my radio show has been very, very challenging compared to prepping for an event like a wedding. Prepping for an event, all the songs are there. You don't talk, you don't do anything. I'm not the master of ceremony. I don't do the hyping. I just go and I play the music because the music are already there. It's the same kind of music. It's just that they, they don't follow each other the way they follow each other in the previous wedding. But getting ready for an, a show, a radio show, one, you have to put in consideration, you don't have to bring up the same topic you did yesterday, today. That alone is a very big challenge. 
Two, you have to look for new ideas on a daily basis. That again is another challenge as well. Sourcing for topics. That again is another challenge. So, prepping for a wedding is far more easier than getting ready for a radio show. Getting ready for a radio show, you have to send in show prep to your bosses. They have to go through your show prep and from the look of things and from the new uh, 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 what is being told, what is being told to us, you have to send in your show prep one hour before the show. And most times, one hour before your show, you don't even have a topic to discuss because I work, I work, uh, I work the night show, the evening slash night show. Basically, everything that has trended for that day has been discussed from morning to the evening. So I am basically left with nothing that is trending for that day. Hence, if I go for what is trending, that means I want to repeat what the previous presenter has said. So getting ready for a radio show is definitely challenging compared to a wedding. Preparing for a wedding is very, very easy. It's very, the only stress part of it is connecting the sound. That is the only stress part of it. But going to playing the music for a wedding is very, very easy. But preparing for a radio show, ha, you have to write you have to source, you have to quote, you have to know what you are saying. It has to be right, number one. It has, it, it, in fact, it has to be right, not even it has to be right, number one. It has to be right. So getting ready for a radio show is very, very challenging and difficult compared to prepping for an event. What are your priorities when compiling a playlist? Okay, uh, compiling my playlist is kind of very, very easy for me because uh, before now, uh, I've always been into music. But before a song can get into my playlist, number one, I have to check the lyrics of that song. I have to check the production. And I have to check on the key that the artist is singing on. You can't be singing on off-key and you expect the song to be on my playlist. So those are the things I look out for. The, the beats that is being used, what kind of beats is being used, what kind of instruments are being used inside the song, was there creativity inside the song? If there's no creativity inside the song, definitely that song cannot be on my playlist because I love creativity. I'm creative. And so anything that has to do with me, especially my music, there has to be lot and lot and lot of creativity. So if there's no creativity on the song, definitely is not going to be on my playlist. If the beat used or the instrumental used is whack, definitely you can't find it on my playlist. That is just it. My playlist, I take it very, very, very serious because that is what sells me as a DJ and that is what sells me as an OEP. I love music. I play music. In fact, I'm a fan of music. So for the song to get into my playlist, the song has to go through all of this. Number one, the beat used, the lyrics used, who is the artist singing, what are you singing, of what relevance is that song at that moment. Those are the things I look out for before a song gets into my playlist. If you had to give up one for the other, which one would it be? Radio or playing at events? <laughs> ah, uh, let me let, let, let me let me laugh a bit here. Mm, 
this is kind of kind of kind of kind of personal uh, but if if I will have to give up on one ah it's going to be difficult but definitely 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 ah, oh I'll have to give up radio yes if I will have to give up on one I'll have to give up on radio yeah yeah i'll have to give up on radio mm. uh, because radio is far more far more far more far more challenging it's far more challenging and what you get from event is definitely bigger and higher from what you get from a radio mm. for example now one gig alone could give you a salary for four or could give you a formal salary one gig alone so aside from that i think i can give up radio for event but it will be very difficult for me to give up events for radio even for an event now let's say i've been i'm being called for an event and i'm not available i could send somebody to go cover up for me but in radio immediately you send somebody to cover up for you you get a meal Oga, why were you not in the office today so all those kind of thing in events, it's it's acceptable. You could call me for an event. I might still be on at the event ground, but I might not really be playing. In as much as I know I have a capable hand. Though in radio, you could still call on somebody that is capable to fill in for you, especially if you're on leave. You could call on somebody a capable hand to fill in for you. But before then, you still have to send a mail. But in in an event, who are you sending the mail to? Are you sending the mail to the couple or you are sending the mail to the event planner? Why you say there's no need for email? So wherever they see, they see. So far the job is cool and the job is gone. Fine, nobody cares. So if I'm to give up, I can give up red due to some percentage for event. What do you do to relax? How do you unwind? Yeah, uh, Unwinding for me has not been really easy, but I unwind watching movie. Yes, I go to the cinema. I make sure I see a movie. Uh, I see a movie. I talk to my loved ones, and um, but majorly I watch movie. Yes, movie, movie, or I just take a walk. Yes, take a walk. Just take a walk to a far place. Yeah, it's stressful, but it makes me to see and to reason and to think more. Do you have a list of favorite movies? I have favorite movie. I have so many movies that are my favorite. But if I should go with the one, it's going to be Fast and Furious. Yes, I love that movie. From the one to nine, I've seen uh, I've seen everything. I love the movie Fast and Furious because of the creativity and because I love speed. Yes, I love speed. I love speed. When driving, I drive speed. So I love speed. I'm a fan of speed. So because of that, that's why I love that movie, Fast and Furious. If you had to eat just one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Mm. Uh, talking about meal, uh, what if I say I don't have a favorite meal because I kind of love every food and I'm not, uh, I don't select it's uh, basically, but if I'm to eat one for the rest of my life, oh, I think it's going to be spag. 
Yes, it's going to be spaghetti. Yes, if I'm to eat one meal for the rest of my life, it's going to be spaghetti. Aside from the fact that I don't have a favorite meal, but I could eat spag for every day. I could eat spag in the morning. I could eat spag in the afternoon, and I could eat it for the rest of the day. So if it's going to be that, if it's going to be for the rest of my life, then it's going to be spaghetti. What legacy does DJ Juicy want to leave behind? Hmm. Well, I want to leave a legacy. Like, if you hear the name DJ Juicy, you will definitely know that this this person has tried. This person was able to achieve something, even when there was nothing, even when the road was not smooth. This person was able to achieve. N- something so the legacy i want to leave behind is no matter where you find yourself no matter what no matter anything once you set your mind to it you can achieve it once you set your mind to it you can achieve it everything and anything is achievable in as much as you are focused which they say follow one course until successful in as much as you are focused you can achieve it so that's the legacy i want to i want to leave behind that when you talk about people that were able to achieve something even when all odds was really against them you should talk about the ggc and you should put his name on that list of those kind of persons so that is the legacy i really really want to leave behind as djgc my guest on this episode of the podcast has been Joseph Ajani, aka DJ Juicy. All right. Thank you very, very much. I hope you love this very one. <laughs> if you enjoyed the podcast, do me a favor and tell somebody about it. Let them check it out as well. Also, if you'd like to support, the links are in the show notes on how you can do that. Thank you for listening.